Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by Texas Family Fitness. I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I got my good brother, Okoye Media, in the green room waiting, y'all. So make sure y'all give him a salute and good morning as well. That's right. Today is Okoye Thursday. It could be Okoye any day with that name. Okoye Thursday. We're going to break down the Washington defense against the Cowboys offense and see how the Cowboys can attack what's surprisingly become a pretty stout Washington D. I mean, out of nowhere. Pause. Um, <laughs> I had to pause that one. <laughs> That's why I quit my guy. <laughs> we'll also hit the roundup. Uh, important pickup, I guess. Some good news also. There always seems to be some good news followed by some strange news that happens in Dallas. It's, it's always something, but that's the football world, and, and we're going to get into it. And before we jump into the film, I'm going to talk to Okoye about that as well. I want to know, you know, I want to know if that if, if the perceived injury concern around one running back is real, and we'll find out. I think, I think we kind of have our answer, though, with what they did by picking up a certain RB. So we'll talk about that for a little bit prior to the film room. And uh, we'll jump into the chat, too, and get with y'all, man. Y'all in here early. Y'all seen Okoye's name. Yes. Oh, we, we got to be in here right now. Right now. Not right now. Right now. <laughs> Trey Man in the building. Mike Harris. AJ Torres. Royce. Nate Brown. Mark Smith. Amanda. I see you. Tom Downey. Burner account. Already dropped a $5 in the super chat. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, we got Adam Mack. Miss Sheila. She said, good morning, Okoye. David Moore. Professor O, Stevie McDermott, God, Iceberg Q, TC915. That's right. It's going to be a fire show today. Always is a fire show, TC. You already know when the Koye come through. Uh, Angelica Boxster Cowboy. That's an interesting one. Uh, Frankie Franchise. What's up, man? James Simmons, Jasmine, Dre Dre. Uh, who else we got up in here? Mackenzie, two times. C. Burleson, Dario, John Jones, Nisi. Uh, let's get over here on Facebook. Oscar Sullivan, what's up, Oscar? One of our Facebook day ones. Lance Bell, Roland Ortiz, Tim Garcia, uh, John Allen, Deborah, and Gary over on Facebook, and the many more that are watching and participating. Appreciate you guys joining us today. Hope y'all morning is cool. Today is Thursday. That means we'll have some football later. So always enjoy Thursday night football when it's not the Cowboys playing. <laughs> you know, when it ain't the Cowboys playing, I'm cool, yeah. The Cowboys are in prime time. I'm, I'm a little irritable about that because now I got to get up early the next morning. I have to stand up to one, all that bull crap. It's, I, I can't do that. I don't like the prime times, bro. But when there's another team, I sit back and relax. Yeah. Time either because it's like I don't feel like that's a long day for me. You know what I mean? I'd rather it be Listen, 1 o'clock game. I, I 100% sure. feel you. And 1 o'clock game will be this weekend against the Washington football politicians. So we'll, you know, <laughs> no, you ain't live. You ain't live. You, you, I like that one. I like, y'all can't hear that, but I like what he just said. And maybe we'll bring that up later in the show. <laughs> what's up, Felix? What's up, Cynthia? Flo, what's going on, Keith? All right, man. Let's, let's, uh, Dave said, truly hyped by the intro, straight fire. Hey, appreciate that. Y'all know me. I, I likes to bring in the show with energy. 
when you wake up and you're watching, you know, watching us at eight something in the morning or, or West Coast six something or nine something on the East Coast, that's kind of early. You know, so I, I want to make sure I bring that energy for you guys. And hopefully you guys appreciate that. And uh, let's go ahead and have this uh, this good show, man. Let's do it. It is time for. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, indeed. The morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals, whether it be weight loss, strengthening up, toning up, sports, or stress relief. Our friends over at TFF have everything you need from state of the art equipment, group classes, experienced professional certified trainers. And much, much more. Hopefully, y'all didn't miss that Black Friday sale they had. It ended on um, the 30th of November, I believe. Zero dollars down for Roman. But they usually have some good sales uh, after that. So, I'm pretty sure they'll have some holiday ones. And make sure y'all check out Texas Family Fitness at any of the nine locations in the DFW area or TexasFamilyFitness.com. First up on the docket, guys. Uh, the Cowboys are about to get back to normal things. It's been a while. It's been about three to four weeks. You know, they've been hit with a wave of COVID issues. They've been hampered with players and coaches being in and out of the facility, being in and out of the lineup, etc. cetera. Uh, but according to Mike McCarthy, they'll be back to normal protocol. This is what he said. We're back to pretty, we're back to a pretty much normal protocol. Larger meeting rooms for O-line and D-line as precaution. My arrival will be the first thing in the morning tomorrow, which is today. And he even joked and said, actually, I might be there at midnight. So he said, it feels good to get back. And one of the themes that you'll probably hear me talk about this week and today is that continuity and that and that getting back to a normalcy, uh, especially for this offense. Having Mike back, having your offensive line coach back, having your players back, a normal practice, that stuff matters. You know, That stuff matters. This is the NFL. When you don't have that, not even advantage, but that same level of playing field in regards to practice it's going to affect you on game day so it's nice to see the cowboys get back to normal going into this important stretch run not all good though uh yesterday tony pollard popped up on the injury report with a foot issue now when the practice was opened up to the media he was on the sidelines on the ropes with i believe with Britt brown and Zeke was actually practicing. If you go look at the practice report, Zeke was fine, I believe. Uh, so, TP, kind of concerning. Kind of concerning that he popped up. So, I did some digging. Uh, wouldn't didn't take long. Didn't take hard to see. But per Michael Gelkin, uh, there doesn't appear to be any long-term concern with Cowboys running back Tony Pollard's foot. He's fine, according to a source. St- still, short-term status is worth monitoring. And that, that short-term status he's talking about is Sunday. You don't know if he's going to play. And the way the Cowboys keep things close to vest, y'all, we probably won't know until Sunday. So that's just something we got to keep our little antennas, uh, have them up. But if you want a bit of a hint on how serious it could potentially be this week, they went out and they signed running back Edo Smith to the practice squad. Uh, Fantasy players might know, or fantasy owners might know who Edo Smith is, or if you just watch a lot of the league, you might know who Edo Smith is. Former Atlanta Falcons running back, 
uh, a young veteran, played three years in Atlanta, over 1,000 yards, total six touchdowns. Not TP, but the shifty kind of back. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. When, when he was signed, before I jump over to Koye, I thought this had to do with Ezekiel Elliott. I'm just going to be real. I thought Ezekiel Elliott, okay, now they see that he's a little hampered and he needs a little bit of a rest. And then like four or five hours later, it came out that Tony Pollard was the reason why Ido was signed. And I'm a little bit concerned this week, man. A little bit concerned this week. But let's get our guy. Let's welcome our guy, Okoye Media, into the building. He's in the building! What up, what up, what up, what up, man? I appreciate that, man. What's appreciate going on, good brother? Thanks, everybody. I mean, I, I see all the love in the chats, too, man. Appreciate y'all. But, yeah, man, what's up, man? I'm happy good, to bro. be back on. I, I like I'm that happy. Okoye Thursdays, man. Yo, and I was supposed good. to switch. It didn't even switch the thing today. You, got a, you still got me Aoki. Oh, I still got you Aoki. I like Jenny Aoki. I like her songs. She are. Right. We're we just going to ignore it. Maybe some people would just not see it. Maybe just, her name. Maybe just, just won't it. see it. But what's Aoki. up, bro? How you Aoki. doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure to have you, brother. Uh, but let me get your quick thoughts on this Tony Pollard thing. Did you did you know that coming in this morning, or did man? You... I'm I'm lockstep right with you, man. Okay. Um, I thought that it was physique at first when I first saw the signing of Ito, um, and then I heard about Tony late last night while I was doing some edits, and I was like, oh wow. So in the middle of me editing, yeah, I was just like, damn, this get my whole breakdown changes a little mm -hmm. bit because if Tony's not there, some of the match matchups that we can take advantage of. Uh, was sort of like the Saints did, uh, we may not be able to. So, yeah, that's that's uh, concerning. Um, I don't think it's long-term, though, but when you look at Edo Smith's size, he's only like 190, it shows you that they're trying to replace Tony more right. so than they're trying to replace Zeke with that addition. You know, you know, they ain't going to go get two scat backs. You know what I'm saying? Tony right. and Edo not going to play. And initially, I mean? so, that's probably what I should have thought, right? Like, they got little guys. This might not be for Zeke, but – just right off the bat, I'm not going to lie to you. Zeke's knee injury, Just I just assumed this was to, to help and, out. And, and it could still mean Tony's playing, though, because they are just gonna, they might scale Tony back due to the injury. So Ito could be here to do some kickoff returns, something like that, take some of the responsibilities off of Tony, uh, some of the extra stuff that he does. Punt return, you never know. So Because we have said Wilson, who's hurt as well, and we were throwing um, – we were Lamb. throwing um, CD back there, so we don't want him back there either. So maybe he's brought in for that. I don't know if he's a special teams guy or not, but I'm I'm just, you know, crossing all T's yeah. and dotting all I's with that one. Yeah, I mean, Michael Gelkin is one of my go-to. I trust him a whole lot. Uh, and he says, mm. his source says he's fine. Uh, this is mm. precaution. So, uh, you know, again, something to monitor. Uh, obviously, we got to talk about it. It's, it's, it's important Good. news moving forward because if he's not available, like you said, that kind of changes up how you think about the game from the ground game perspective and even in the yeah. passing game, the short, the short passing, uh, yep. weapon. Yeah. So, so he's still not a hundred percent either. I don't think so. Well, let me, yeah. Let me and and Washington. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say Washington plays pretty good regardless. They've been playing good against power. So they're, they're not giving a lot of space. You know, you'll see that in the breakdown later, mm -hmm. but they're not giving a lot of space when it comes to running lanes. So those little shifty guys like Camara was getting off on them. Um, so I felt like this would be more of a Tony game than a Zeke game, even if they were both healthy. Yeah. yeah. And what really made me say, okay, maybe this ain't for Zeke, is when he did his interview yesterday at Koye, he came out and he said, you're going to have to drag me off the field. Facts. I said, okay. Shout out to Zeke for that, man. He's a grown-ass man. He's a warrior. 
He warrior. Yeah, and then, you know, sure. Zeke is an that. absolute warrior. He, you, he Really, I think some of the chat and was even saying that before, like, you're going to have to drag Zeke off the field, and it's clear as day. I just, I just find it interesting, man. Uh, that he gets to say that. <laughs> well, that, that they don't, they, they're not really taking any caution with him, but they sat back, right? They Now they're going out and they're signing running back because of Tony Pollard. Tony. And, and you know, all these other things, right? But but with Zeke, it's like, Twilight Zone. hey, dog, go out there, run yourself into the ground. It's do just, it's just, it's just strange behavior to me, especially if it's not even important. just about that. It's about winning too. It's like, okay, let's win down the stretch and have Zeke healthy for the play. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Uh, if Zeke can't be a hundred percent, you're not, you know, you're not going to be able to run the ball the same. So all of us who, including myself, who say, why aren't we running the ball? I mean, that has a lot to do with it. You know, yeah. it has a lot to do with it. Zeke's on one leg. I've literally saw him limping in the, in both game. games, in the last two games, limping, and he can't really put any pressure on that knee. So hopefully it's gotten better. He says he feels fine. So yep. we'll see. Yeah, we'll like, see. like Koya just said, if you go watch the Zeke interview, he said, hey, this is the best I've felt in a while. You know, I, I got to relax, go to PT. One thing we found out that kind of just he glossed over real quick, he wasn't got an, an MRI. Mm-hmm. I, you know, isn't that kind of an oxymoron? Hey, I'm great, but I wasn't got an MRI. But I got an MRI. <laughs> okay. I, what, what my man Drewski Whatever say? you say. My man Drewski. Whatever you say. I, I, Zeke. Yo, just go out there and be Zeke, man. Right. That's all Let I'm saying. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And I don't want to put everything on the running back position. Obviously, Akoya, we know the offensive line, uh, the continuity, uh, the struggles. Just It just hasn't been there. And a, a lot of people don't right. really care about context. I always bring that up, but so the hell what, I'm going to bring it. Uh, what's the cast name that does Monday Night Football? Lewis Riddick. Very smart gentleman. I, I like mm-hmm. Lewis Riddick. I think he's a, a good football mind. He talks about how offense is about timing, continuity, and cohesion. I mean, right. that is, I mean, that's facts. And that's coming from one of the smartest minds in, in, the, in, in the TV world right now for football. Right. And what are, what are some of the things that the Cowboys have been struggling with over the last month? Timing, continuity, <laughs> and cohesion. You can and put another shows. C in there, communication. One. Oh, yeah, for well, sure. It, it yeah, well, look at that Tyron Smith sack, and uh, well, not sack, oh, but pressure in the uh, Raiders game. I was like, that was he glitched miscommunication. If, if there was a textbook example of it. You know, on Madden, if, if you dial up a certain blitz, certain call, put a player a certain way, it just makes Big the glitch. offensive lineman glitch. That was yeah. a glitch. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was a good. Tyron short-circuited up there. <laughs> when you go wide, wide, wide nine, when yeah. you take the D in and it's take them all the way out here, yeah. they don't know what to do with Or you it. send a fire blitz and you put four people on the one, three people on one side, yeah, exactly. and you got it. Exactly. You blitz the mic up the middle. You can you can get them the, the, the glitch, and that's what Tyron yeah. But no, in all seriousness, though, um, one of the perfect plays, and I wanted to talk to you about this play, was the, the uh, fourth down play, communication, where, where, where communication was a big deal. Initially, everyone was saying, Dak, you have to be better. You got to throw the ball better than that, yada, yada, yada. But when when I went back and looked, I'm like, it doesn't really make sense, though. But all right, yeah, Dak, do got to hit him. Then when you see the replay, you're like, well, CeeDee Lamb's looking this way. Dak threw it this way. Okay, something mm-hmm. ain't right. And then when you really go back and see the bird's eye and all that thing, you're like, okay, why is C.D. Lamb in the same place as Dalton Schultz? And Kurt Warner said, I don't know what that was. So what did you think about that, man? Because Lamb came out and said, hey, I didn't hear Dak. That was on me. I, I, I thought he said mm-hmm. one thing. I ran, the, I ran a whole other thing. 
that's part of that communication yep. issue right there. And that's why I like exactly. to wait a little bit to see the bird's eye view and hear what the players can I, say. I knew that when uh when when Dak threw it inside and CD never turned his head around, like I already you can kind of tell that when that was because I said right. it's no way CD's not looking for the ball at that moment uh, unless he doesn't think he's hot and he didn't think he was hot at that time, I don't think. But, but it was wide open. That was a touchdown, man. So yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah that I, fourth down play. And it was another one to Tony Pollard. Um, that might have been a third down and three or fourth and three. I'm not sure, but they threw it two yards. I'm like, well, why would you even bother running a two yard route on a three yard play? I don't know, yeah. but it's a lot of that that happens, man. So, I mean, gotta got to roll with it, yeah. But uh, Dak has to get comfortable, and the only way he's going to get that is through the things that you said, through continuity and consistency, man. They gotta they gotta mm-hmm. start communicating a little bit better. And um, the the offensive line is still, as we heard, you know, going to be juggled around a little bit this week too, because he says he expects. Uh, Jerry says he expects. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of Jerry talking, man. Oh, but Jerry expects uh, uh, Steele and Collins to play this week. I'm like, why are you saying these things, Jerry? I don't even know if he if he checks this stuff out before he says it. I think that's how he talks to the coaches. He's he old see now, bro. Yeah. I guess. I guess they got to play there. Well, somebody yeah. said I can't. Work, I can't remember where I watched it at, but somebody said Jerry. It sounded like Jerry popped into one of the the coaches' meetings, heard about two minutes of of stuff, then came out one on TV and radio and said, "Well, you know what? The receivers got to run better routes, and uh, uh, they're they're cutting off their routes short, uh, and uh, you know if if they you know tight window throws is tighter yeah. than that's ass." Uh, Yo, you're Jerry impersonation uh, on money. Hey, Yo, Jerry, shut up. What my man say? What Kevin Hart say? Shut up! Or we'll get Steve yep, to come put his down, hands on. Yeah, Jerry got chill, man. You got relaxed, guy. They won and they relax. asked uh, asked um, Mike McCarthy about the lineup. They said, "You know, Mike, you know who's going to be here." I'm not telling y'all nothing. He didn't say nothing, but Jerry right. goes on on the radio and Jerry's supposed to be lockstep with that man. Yeah, no, it is what it is. But you're right, man. There's there there potentially could be more musical chairs. I'm going to be real with you. The way it sounds, the way they're playing it, I feel like this is going to be Terrence Steele at right tackle this week again. I do. I do. I don't get why, though. I think Collins actually – Oh, Collins you know, he is fine. Me up. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he shut me up. He's, he's been back playing to being good, especially against the run. He's been solid. So, I mean, not that Steele wasn't at right, right tackle, but I don't see what's the point in shuffling him at this point, though. I don't, just, really just, I don't get it. Just the way – just kind Pick of one. trying to read – right, I'm with you. Pick something to roll with it. Just read between the leaves. Right. The tea leaves, this reminds me of leading up to that Raiders game, right? Where it was like, oh, you know, we're not saying too much. Everything's fine. And then, boom, an hour yeah. before the game, still was your starting right tackle. It just right. feels like that right. again, bro. It does. Right. But anyway, man, what they're going to have to do is see some film that we ain't watching, man. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're going to move him and left. Go, I man, that's a whole other show. But maybe that's something that they'll do. That might be, yeah. You know, I'm that I'm for getting little with my guy Vash said getting little Connor out of there at this point. You could put big Connor in there, you could put LC over there. I don't care, but little Connor got to come. Maybe they back. do that. If yeah. they did that, that might make some sense though. If they might. put Liel next to um cause because you'll have now the help Biadash needs because you'll have two veterans on yeah. either side of him. So that well, might Williams make this is considered a veteran too. too. Yeah. He's a four yeah, five but, pro, but pro. We we moved away from Williams for a, a younger guy and then go back to him. I mean, if you move away from him, you obviously think there's a problem. So to go right back to him is to do what? To say that there is no, you know what I mean? There's still the problem there. I think the problem was penalties as opposed to play. 
And I would hope by riding that pine, as my guy Jesse would say, it'll change your mind. You know, like, all right, <laughs> there you, know. you go. <laughs> I never heard that one. That was good. Riding that pine, it change your mind. And it really will. You get Pause. back in there and <laughs> Oh, damn. I can't do it. I'm here all day. Wait, let me, I got I to gotta put my. Uh, when I get when I get a coin in here, we got ride that the 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 pot. Right, I was like, wait, what? Who's, I said, I've heard that. Y'all have no idea, man. All fair Yo. stuff, but um, all right, look, let, let's. Oh let's, man, you're back here. Yeah, so Washington, Washington defense, bro. Before we get into the the Koye film part of things, let's talk about kind of just the, the general aspects of. Washington's defense and in this four game winning streak because I feel like Okoye is two different defenses and oh that's 100 man kind of makes sense right when you don't have Montez Sweat you don't have uh Chase Young uh Landon Collins being in and out the lineup I think yep. another linebacker just went on injury I want Landon to play actually I think they play worse when he's there to be honest he reminds, not he's just not he in re- this scheme he reminds me of uh, how Seattle uses uh, what's the cat's name uh, Jamal Adams a lot of around yep. line of scrimmage and stuff like that not good and coverage. that's why they play worse because they they do a lot of single high when he's in uh, when he's not they you know you'll you'll see they do two man I mean two high you know what I mean and, two high man under and and a lot of uh, cover four believe it or not and it's and I lie to y'all not we br- we briefly talk about what we've seen prior to the show but I did ask Okoye prior I said yo let me ask you before we go on air. Does this feel like a zone defense to you? And when we're talking, it felt like that to me because I'm watching recently. I, the film that mm-hmm. I watched was uh, some of the Panthers game and all of the uh, Seattle game. And Okoye said yeah, he watched some earlier stuff, and it is two different defenses. So we, we're always in lockstep even when we don't even know it. But we in lockstep yep. with what we see. I just like how you put it you put it down. Yep. But over the la- these last four games, Okoye, somehow, some way, these boys have been playing some good ball. They've only been giving up 17 points per game during this four-game winning streak, and, um, I, you know, I don't really know. I think they've discovered their strengths (laughs) in this little stretch. Um, They're a good chase-and-tackle team, so I think the fact that they don't have the guys like Collins and Sweat and Young that will allow them to take a little bit more risk, uh, them playing safe is making it so that offenses have to earn their way up the field now. Like, so they're fighting to get up the field. Now, you can get your 10 yards off on them on the outsides underneath all day. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to rely on yards after catch and so on. Uh, but you're definitely going to have to do it all working underneath or east to west because you're not getting anything over the top now yep. because they're not they're not playing up. They're the only team I've ever seen play what looks like – it looks like prevent. It looks like prevent defense. They're all off the ball. Quarters type stuff. And they're playing cover four all day out of their base. I'm like, that is crazy, but it works. It works. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, it's and, working. and you talked about having to get stuff underneath and get some yak and getting the plays. That's probably why they rank so low in uh, yards per play because they're going to give up. They'll, they'll let you matriculate down the field um, or hopefully you turn the ball over. And I said yesterday yep. to me, I always bring this up when I look at a defense that doesn't have a ton of big names or, or stars or, or massive playmakers that somehow – together i i uh, liken it to the syracuse zone defense where everybody mm-hmm. plays as one there's never right. you know a star defense they don't play a boxing one they don't have a, a defensive stopper they just all play in one and that seems to be what i've saw from uh i've seen from the washington defense is it seems more zone and they they play in rally as one but 
they do rely on those interior guys, and I'm sure you'll probably have a lot to say about oh, that yeah. in your film breakdown. For Payne sure, for sure. And uh Jonathan Allen. Yep. Yeah. They so, don't need they don't need much to stop the run. That's what allows them to run this defense the way they do. Even without the pass rushers, um, they're still they can still get there. You just don't want to be in those third and long situations. We gotta work on passing on first downs to try to, you know, give us some some options uh in those later downs because um they still will blitz you and stunt to get there, and they can because those guys in the middle are soaking up blocks. Uh, it, it makes it easy for anybody that's pass rushing on the edge. So uh, yeah, you already named it. You hit the nail on the head with that one. They have a they had a good one in Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator. So he knows what he's doing in this league. Yep. Uh, old school Cowboy yep. fans, y'all should be familiar with Jack Del Rio. I believe he was on the staff back in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Might even been on the team, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I think he might have played. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But, but yeah. I think so. But Jack Del Rio, uh, you know, veteran coach in this league, Jaguars, Raiders, Washington. He can dial it up. And he dialed up. He dialed up some good calls against the, the Seahawks, man, that, that really confused their protection. Um, didn't necessarily confuse Russ as much. Russ was off in that game, but um, they confused their protection. And if you can confuse the protection, it don't matter who your quarterback is. You can get yep. to them. Um, they have been a terrible third-down defense throughout the year, Koye, but lately they've, again, stepped it up somehow, some way. Um, and as you can imagine with a guy like Payne and a guy like Allen, they're top 10 in, in yards per rush attempt. So mm-hmm. this could be one of those games where, you know, Dak is just going to have to open it up a little bit where the offensive line has got to find its way because I just feel like they're going to give you soft boxes similar to the Saints. Yeah. They're going to give you soft boxes. Hey, you can you beat us with a one-legged Zeke? Can you beat us? You, with you are you right on the money, man, because um, that's what I thought of when I watched them on film. I said, they're stopping the run. I said, how's Washington stopping the run? And all of their linebackers are like seven yards off the ball in uniform. Like they're not even playing they're, around they're disguising anything. Yeah. Yep. Seven yards off the ball in a straight line. Boom. And yeah. they don't take a step forward at all. They don't bite on play action very often because they don't they don't come up to help. So I'm like, how are they that patient versus the run and still stopping it? And it's those two guys that eat up blocks, man. And see, Cowboys football the first five, six weeks of the season, I've been like, yes, come on. 21's fin, he's, he's going to kill this. Z, or, uh, 20 is going to kill this. Now I'm like, I mean, I got to see it. You know what I'm saying? You got to show yeah. me now that y'all can adjust to this and, 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 and get it done. Uh, quick injury yeah. updates for them. Landon Collins did not practice yesterday. He's still out. Mm-hmm. Uh, missed last week's game with a foot. Something to keep your eye on the next couple of days. And Jamin Davis, their young uh, linebacker who is an athletic freak, He's been struggling, but he's starting to put it together. But but he's not Micah Parsons. But but he's right. he's still a, an athletic guy that can can cause some damage if he can see it and go. But he's in a concussion protocol, so he may not play. So if you no Landon, no Jamin, no Montez, no Chase Young, I think the Cowboys have an advantage personnel wise by a mile. I think so by too. Mile, I mean, but we had it anyway, even when those guys, if those guys were starting. So. You know, right, and I think right. we've had it in most of the games that we've come into. So it's, it's it obviously it's about a little bit more than that for us, right? Well, because that's, uh, we've I feel like on paper we've been solid except for the last except the know, Raiders couple maybe. games. Yeah, uh, last couple games were dinged up, but yeah. yeah. And then on paper the we Chiefs, looked good. The Raiders and Chiefs games again. True. Nick Eatman says something I believe. You know, you can be here. Start off here with a team, and the other team can be here. But if you start losing players, it eventually knocks you down to their level just by default. And I think we saw 100%. that against Oakland. Saw that against Oakland. Yeah, that's 100. 
right, y'all, we are about to head on into the film room with the Koye as he breaks down what he saw and how you can beat this Washington front. So give us about 30 seconds. Get your drinks. Get your coffee. Got Irish coffee. You can get your Irish coffee. You know what I mean? Get, get your pens you and papers. It. Get whatever you need and get in this film room. Get in this lab and take some notes because we're about to uh, dive right into it. So give us a quick second. Where else you want to go? Nobody do it like us, bro. Oh my goodness. We beat the voice. Like I just said, I knew it was Oh, my bad. I was talking. I thought you were too, like, go. Oh, no. I thought you were like, go. No, you're good, bro. I got you. Oh, man. Go ahead. Hey, game day live. Make sure y'all tune in this Sunday. Jesse Alley, Skywalker still. We're going to give it to y'all raw and real. Y'all know how we do, man. We don't we don't play around on game day live. It's fun, though, man. Tune in. But, yeah, man, so here we go. We hopping into the film room. Okoye Media breaks down what he sees and how the Cowboys can attack this new, newly and improved Washington defense, man. You're good to go now, bro. Good, good. Appreciate that. Now it's official now. We going. But um, what you'll notice that Washington keeps both the safeties back and they run a lot of too high man underneath, a lot of cover two, and cover four is their their bread and butter, believe it or not. And uh, they're the only team I've watched on film so far this year that successfully, consistently runs cover four. And cover four is just when, you know, all four of your your uh, secondary are all playing deep quarters. So like 25% of the field each, they're taking the lid literally off your offense you can't really get behind them um so with that said it puts a lot of stress on guys like holcomb their their middle linebackers asked to do a lot and it doesn't really surprise me with the fact that you know you have guys like um uh, rivera you know who you know who he had he had luke keekley so they're they're funneling everything to their middle linebacker in this defense and although holcomb i, I don't have a knock on his game i think he is a very good athlete but you do have opportunities, and we've seen this before. You know, if you're in that cover two look, splitting safeties all day by stressing that linebacker and having him cover guys like Schultz, uh, have him. They'll even have him cover guys in the slot as well. And I and I hope we see some CD Lamb on Holcomb in this game. You might get one or two opportunities for that. Um, but as you can see here, um, this is how they like to run their 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 defense. They they don't really bite on play action too often because they're able to stop the run successfully. Uh, with their front four, we just mentioned Payne and Island, but as you can see, uh, they have him here on that on that tight end after that play action or whatever. But um, sideline to sideline, all over the place, Holcomb is is asked to, you know, you know, run lockstep with everyone. Uh, he's pretty good at it, but I think that Dak is. Uh, if if you're playing a chess game with Dak, like you see in this Raiders game. Uh, if you're playing a chess game with Dak, with that middle linebacker, I think Dak can take some of these opportunities and uh, exploit them. Um, what the Raiders were able to do and why the Raiders won this game is because they, they started doing the same thing. They say, OK, if you want to drop him back, we'll throw underneath. If you if he steps down, then we'll throw yeah. behind him. They, they, they start playing this game with Holcomb. Um, although he was there, he was like maybe a second off on a lot of these plays. Uh, they were only targeting him. You'll see I, I, most of this film is Raiders film. And I, and I cut a lot of it out, but you see how many targets get went right over Holcomb or right past Holcomb uh, because that's what, that's what they came out and did in the second half, and that's why they got the victory here. And I know you're asking, like, why are there some incomplete passes in here? 
Uh, you'll see that in this in this film and also in the Saints film that's coming up. And that's because although Carr and uh, Winston, they weren't executing properly in some of these spaces, the opportunities are there. You can see schematically. And he does make some plays like he does here. But the opportunities are there for us to take advantage of Holcomb uh, if they come out and run this same soft zone, which it seems like they're going to do because they're still so banged up. Um, oh, you said the Raiders lost, too. I know it was 17-14. I really didn't look at, you know, who won, who lost. Sorry about that. But um, the, Ra- the Raiders were attacking Holcomb in that game, though. But sorry about that. Um, they're good against power as we bring in some looks against um, the Raiders as well, against uh, Jacobs. They're good against power. They, they, I think that this will be a game, even if Zeke was healthy, that would be pretty tough for us because just like the Eagles are built to try to stop Zeke, so is Washington. They went out and got those guys because they want to be able to stop that power running game that we like to run. Mm-hmm. And versus power, they're, they're pretty stout. They don't have to step up. They don't load the box very often. And they still effectively stop a guy who I think is a pretty good running back. Uh, they, they smothered Jacobs. Uh, most of that game and um, I think they'll do the same even if Zeke was healthy but we know we're not dealing with a healthy Zeke so a lot of that is going to come down to uh, whether or not Tony plays I know a lot of people don't want to hear that uh, because I I love Zeke too but at the end of the day I think this is a game that's built more for slashing than it is for you know just this bashing up the middle yeah yeah yeah, you can't really you're not going to really get there with that um due to the fact that, like I said, they're, they're, they're pretty stout in the middle. But even in the run game, you can see they were targeting Holcomb there too. Uh, but with Zeke with his knee, uh, he says that he's, that he's healthy. And for those who you know, feel that, you know, uh, I guess he's a warrior, I do, I do feel that. But um, I don't know how hobbled Zeke is going to be able to outdo and outmaneuver uh, this Washington defense, and I don't see how that you know, really helps us regardless of what your opinion is. That's that's just my opinion on it. But with Tony's foot being a concern, um, that's the only head scratcher that I have going into this game. I really don't know how we're going to exploit some of these matchups because if, if, if Tony does play, I think he can kill some of these looks. And I hope that they're paying attention in that film, which I'm sure they are. But um, on the edges, if you can get Tony out in space against Holcomb, Holcomb's a dead man. Uh, and they tried this. They tried this a lot in the in the Saints game, and Kamara went off on them due to the fact that they kept saying, "Okay, we trust Holcomb to be our Luke Keekley in this defense, and uh, we want him, you know, sideline to sideline chasing uh, everybody." And that's that's really not what's going to work, man. Uh, even with with the run game, you don't get a lot of space. There's not huge holes, but if you have a guy that can put his foot in the ground like man, Tony does, Tony, you know, and just like yeah, if you, if you can just put your foot in the ground and, you, and just see it and go you can definitely run against Washington. Uh, power is a little different because they got time to adjust to your, to, to, to adjust their gaps to what you're trying to do. But with speed off the edges, uh, Washington really does have trouble because of, of what they're asking uh, their linebackers to do. And as I said, this is another incompletion, but just look at the amount of space and the amount of respect that the lack of respect that they're giving Camara because they have so much faith in what uh, Holcomb can do. Um, but again, slashers will 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 dice uh, Washington up with no problem. Hopefully, Tony plays because that's really the name of the game against Washington. Whether you're throwing to Tony or to those wide receivers on the outside of that cover four underneath, it's going to be a yak attack. I mean, you're going to have to attack underneath and hope that your guys can catch it with with the and that's throwing it in a way where they can turn and go. Because with Washington, you're going to have to get yards after the catch. You're not going to get a lot of uh, stuff over the top. 
you're not going to really be able to take the lid off of this defense that easily because of the way they uh, they run their scheme. So, um, again, you know, I can't say it enough. Hope Tony's healthy. Uh, and, and lastly, you know, their line isn't healthy. But if we get caught in those third down, third and long situations due to some miscommunications early or just up. not getting much yardage in that first down, they will dial up some uh, some stunts and hurt us there, as you can see here. Uh, they definitely can get home. They did that same uh, because those, play against those, Seattle, and it worked the same way. Yeah, it's, it's all day. Their stunts are great. They just don't do it a lot because it, it hurts them in coverage. But uh, if we can pick these up on third downs, we have some opportunities for some big plays then. These are the only times you're going to have that type of spaces. If you're getting third and long, uh, if that's the one thing that's good that Zeke is here, is Zeke is good at picking up those blitzes. So if we can pick up some of those third and long blitzes, if we're in those situations, Dak will have opportunities if he can communicate properly, like we've seen on those fourth down plays we talked about earlier, and uh, third and long plays, if he can communicate effectively and take advantage of some of those uh, one-on-ones outside uh, only on third downs. They don't They do not do it otherwise. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Koye Media drops his bomb film session, and honestly, you just gave me more to think about in this game, Koye. Uh, great breakdown, per usual. I'm, Appreciate I'm, it. I'm going to run that thing back again. That's why I say bring your notes, <laughs> bring your pens <laughs> and paper, because there's things you're going yeah, to learn. And one of the things, let me bring this up, as, I, as I'm sitting here watching this, Okoye, and listening to you, and you even kind of prefaced it earlier about the Tony Pollard injury. God damn it, we're going to need Tony Pollard. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, TP 100%. feels like he could have been a perfect mismatch opportunity in this game. Okoye, and I'm just yep. sitting here watching this, and I'm just in my head like, come on, please, TP, be okay. Um, and more yeah, so, this would be one of those TP games right here, man. And more so, I'm watching stuff in the passing game, and and I come away with, again, why can't Dallas kind of copy what some of the, what the Saints did? I don't normally see Dallas try to get Tony Pollard matched up one-on-one out the backfield um, on a linebacker. I see them do traditional running back things like, okay, right. I'm going I'm to, I'm you know, See if this yep. linebacker's blitzing. Put you in the flat. Tap and put him in the flat. Again, I think that's a little bit of that that Scott Linehan, Jason Garrett stuff that's still embedded in in Kellen Moore, as opposed You're to right on the money being a too. copycat lead, bro. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm flip it in a little bit here, but I, I want everybody in here, man, clap it up for Okoye Media, man. That was that was a bomb. Appreciate that, bro. man. Appreciate nah, that. Appreciate Thank that. you, man. Yeah. Thank Great you. Great stuff. Great stuff. I saw that, like you, you know, Sean Payton. Sean Payton, um, he did that against us too. Um, Sean Payton was was targeting LVE all game, like he wasn't playing. And I watched that in that Saints game too. Sean Payton, when he sees or he think he he targeted Anthony Brown 15, 17 times or something like that, fifteen times, and he targeted fifteen times, uh, yeah, fifteen times, and he targeted LVE um, uh, quite a bit. Those two were his game plan. You know, he was he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get some more PIs and see how Anthony Brown back bounces back from that Raiders game. And which he did okay, uh, and and I want to see what LV has for us, and which he did, and we already saw that. But and he, he to, is going to exploit you if he sees an opportunity to increase in your game. He's going to exploit it, and I saw that. And I think we need to start doing that too. He tried it. He tried <laughs> Don't try. It. He tried it. <laughs> he tried it. <laughs> he tried it. He stepped away from that real quick. Though. Real fast. He ain't seen him go after Mike no more. After that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel I like Scott Turner is going to do the same thing, Corey. I'm not sure if you got a chance to check out their offense, uh, but but. They they put Antonio Gibson and JD McKissick out there and they'll do some twenty one personnel things and they'll try to get LVE. And one thing in my yeah, note they, that I had highlighted on. was if LVE is one on one against any of these boys, Heineke 
is going to go to him. You know what's crazy though, and I, I watched this on film. A lot of he's he's gotten a lot of grace when it comes to those one on one matchups. He loses them, like the Raiders game when he gets cut out of his shoes, the the uh, KC game, and then last week when um when um Hill, Taysom Hill takes off instead of throws it to Harris inside because he he was out leveraged by Harris on the outside. He got like caught on the angle route and fell on that shoestring tackle. He almost they had. always fall. But um, every time he's in coverage in those situations, they don't throw the ball his way, or you know the pressure gets there and they don't get an accurate pass off. But he's beat almost every time. Even if you go back to the Chargers game where they had him against Eckler and well, he, um, one on him. Diggs Diggs comes over the top and knocks Eckler's head off though for that. That um, roughing, um, um, I don't unnecessary know how he, I don't know how he caught it. Yeah, yeah, but he knocked his head off on that one. So I'm like, they they ISO him a lot. He just he is just he he he. I don't know. He's lucky in that way. If there is a way that he's lucky, he's lucky in that way. It's still on film that he's getting beat. That's why they keep trying it, but it just never works. Hey, real quick, I think I'm... Washington's going to have a little bit more uh, more uh, luck with it though, due to the fact that they're going to be very consistent with it. They don't have much of an over the top game. I mean, we in lockstep. This is what I mean. We in lockstep. We ain't even talk about offense. Today was going to be defense, and we're going to talk about their O, but I didn't even want to bring in the film with the offense, but that's exactly what I saw too, Okoye, is that yeah. this is not a big play passing offense. They are more than fine running the ball, running the ball, and then dumping it off, getting it to McLaurin or getting it to J.D. McKissick underneath or Humphreys. No more Logan Thomas. So you won't see Logan Thomas up those scenes. That's the, the biggest That's the biggest difference is they don't have that height and that size and that guy behind them. Uh, is nowhere near as Ricky good. Seale. And I don't know. think Ricky Seal Jones might not play either. So they got a no. This is another a guy. Third, third time. I don't even remember his name. Now. Like Eighty-seven or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some guy. He I might know. come out and play like uh, Kelsey on his like. We were talking about some, look, some guy. Look, he's going to torch us. Look, I, look, I defended Anthony Brown the other day, right? Because because a lot of people mm. say he beats trash and all this stuff. So I, you know, put a little mm. tape on there, put a little numbers there, and I'm like, you know, AB's been a fine number two cornerback for the most part of this year. And I said, with yeah. that said, watch you go out here and get cooked by Terry McLaurin or something, and y'all going to be coming back. See, I told yeah, you. They're going to come right for his nut, yep. <laughs> this is one of those games where it could, you know, because Carter and McLaurin are burners. So, um, either way, I think both him and Diggs are going to uh, – you saw what McLaurin was able to do to Diggs last year. So, him and Diggs are going to yeah. have their hands full with those guys on the outside for sure. Fortunately – I want to see what we run. For Dallas – Heineke, he'll take his shots every so often, very, very, yeah. every so often. But, but Heineke, he he's trying to just get it out of his hands underneath. Um, if, yeah. if you leave a whole bunch of space for a wide-open receiver, I mean, any quarterback's going to throw it, but he ain't really trying to try you downfield because he ain't that good downfield. Glad you brought that up, man, because everybody's giving Heineke a lot of grace, just like they were giving uh, Hurts before we played him. Heineke... I'm not trying to disrespect the guy. Let me knock on wood before I say so. I'm, I'm going right. to taper what I say because we don't need any bulletin board material. Mm -mm. But Heineke is giving up a lot of opportunities for pick sixes and uh, interceptions. He, they're just not catching them. Not catching them. But they're there. Oakland all over the film. The all day. I'm like, wow. You know, so he hasn't been turning the ball over, but it's not for a lack of trying. I'll tell you that he's well, trying to turn the ball over. It's just that nobody's taking it. Nobody's answering the door and signing for the packages. Here's the thing. He got 11 picks, but he could easily have more. I mean, all quarterbacks could have more. Right. But I mean, he has 11 interceptions and he hasn't played. He doesn't start the whole year. Uh, he's most right. of it, but not all of it. Um, and, and, right. it and, and in that Raiders game, the game should have been over. I don't know who it was. Right. Hobbs. I don't know. I don't know. Hayward. Somebody dropped. It might have even been more egg. 
dropped a wide open interception. Could have been pick six if he wanted to. Game over. Um, but yeah, yeah man, Heineke's not going to try to go deep on you, and and I don't even know that he's going to have the time this go round. Looking at the teams that they've played, I wanted to watch the Tampa game because I started their streak. That game was more of a 2-16, and back against the wall, leave it all out there. Heineke played like that underdog, scrappy, gritty guy. Everybody kind of just stepped up, and they got it done. Kudos to those guys. Kudos to those guys. Um, I think what we're noticing throughout the season, though, with Tampa is their front, the JPP, the Ndamukong Sioux, they're not quite the same. Uh, So when it comes to pass rushing, you got basically Shaq Barrett. Um, JPP is still a good player, but JPP is not that prime JPP, right? Uh, no. You look at Seattle; they don't really have a pass rush. Uh, they play; he played pretty good against that that Panthers that Panthers defense, and they got to him as well, though. You know, they got to him as well. Yeah. But I think with with Dallas, Michael Parsons, Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Tristan, there's going to be waves. Osa Digizua, Carlos Watkins is playing good ball. Ladies and Carlos Watkins, ladies and gentlemen, he's playing good ball. So I think he's been playing, and and so is Hamilton too. Hamilton, right? Good all year. So I I feel confident about this front of Koye. Am I I a little overconfident, or or is that about right? Is that measured right? No, you're you're about right. I think we can take advantage of those tackles on the outside too. Um, I mean, they they're they're not giving up a ton of sacks, but um, like I said, I think that Heineken, anybody that stands on, on on a spot, is in trouble against us. We have mm. trouble against the quarterbacks that can move around a little bit because mm. we destroy pockets and then they get out of there and they'll escape to whatever side Mike is not rushing from when oh. he was in there and we didn't have Gregory. But now we have Gregory, Micah, and um, Law playing together for only the second time this year. Uh, so time. I think the second snaps. time. They'll, exactly. So I think that's going to be a problem for any offensive line, let alone this one. I think um, this is going to be one of those games that we can – we can really show what our toys can do. If they were smart, because Heineke can move. He can move, and they, they run a few design runs with them. But if they were smart, they would run more than a few. They would go and look at uh, what Taysom Hill did last week. They'd go look at some other film and say, listen, you know, we can take our chances with a secondary and pass rush that have been, for the most part, playing complimentary ball. And that's mm-hmm. without their top guys. Like, ladies and gentlemen, right. 28 snaps with Micah, D-Law, and Randy Gregory all on the field. And that was in did, Micah's did, first game. <laughs> did you just say Gallimore is back? And Gallimore. First time all year they'll have Gallimore and Tristan Hill oh, together. Oh, my baby boy. I yeah. love Gallimore. That's my baby boy. He's practicing. He just don't this. ever get to play, man. I, play. I, I'm, I'm hyped to see this one. And I'm hyped to see this one now. That's crazy. Somebody just said it, like, and Gallimore. Thanks, uh, yep. Stage, for saying that. I did. Yep, That's Gallimore crazy. and Tristan Hill will be back. Uh, the, the, the word is, it sounds like Gallimore and Randy will be on a – pitch count but they tried to do that with d law and quinn said dude was just playing so damn good i, I just let him go i don't see yeah. randy being on no pitch count bro like nah, i can't not see when he go off never when he go off he, maybe you know, maybe maybe because you got enough maybe. bodies in there it but. depends on how much how his wind is and, wh- and what he's been doing conditioning wise but from what i've been hearing he's been doing everything he's been asked to get yeah. back on the field yeah so that's gonna be crazy man i'm excited for that i am too. sure i am too that's my guy i think they're that's going to i like gallimore to, a lot man he he's kind of the forgotten man because obviously right osa started off so hot it's like ah devil then tristan comes back he's playing well your defense is has not been a liability this year believe it or not cowboys nation the defense has been been fine without all these pieces yeah. uh so it's kind of forgotten 
And that's why I'm glad we're getting him back now so he can get his feet up under him for that push. Somebody said that now that you mentioned that. Somebody said that to me. I forgot who. Maybe it was uh, – I might have been listening to someone who called in or something. Oh, we were on that Twitter space probably. I think that's what it was. When we were on uh, Twitter, we were all talking. And um, we were talking about the fact that we complained for so many years that this defense could do nothing. And now the defense has had to win a game and people were like – pissed off that the offense wasn't doing something like well how do you ever find out if your defense can win for you right if the offense doesn't struggle so i think like you just said this defense is no longer a liability that's an interesting point that and you brought up they've won a couple if you really think about it new orleans yeah. uh the one minnesota yeah. I, I would say they, yeah. they they won that one uh hell i'll give them the charges i know there was there was situations with no, penalties, they did. Yeah, but they i mean you held them to 17 points so you know i think you definitely have a defense of philosophy and leadership in Dan Quinn that when the playoffs get here, you can do something special, especially because you're getting mm-hmm. back talented players. Jimmy's and we Joe's got so many players that you can play around with too. Right. Man. It's crazy. You got the Jimmy's and Joe's and now you have the X's and O's in my opinion, what I thought was on both sides. <laughs> I like that. One. But, the Jimmy's and Joe's and the X's and O's. Hey, that's, I think I want that's me some glory hole. <laughs> I want Sound like that was coming hole. next. I'm about to say, sound like that was coming next. There you go. There you Pause. Go. I, I think I think he even said that a lot. I, you know, Jerry, man. I think that's okay, a Jimmy ism. Sure. Somebody let me know. Whose line is that? that I, who's I think it's a Jimmy. Oh, who, who says this? I want me some glory yeah. help. Who that's, is that? That's Jerry, bro. That's Jerry Jones? Yeah. Long, I really didn't know who the hell that was. <laughs> long time ago. I don't even know. It was like maybe it was training camp or something. He, he oh, came out at, at the table and started talking about how, you know, he wants to get back to winning. And, he, and, he, and I want me some glory help. And it, and it became a thing. <laughs> I mean, it just became a thing. Now. Yeah. Yo, that's pause-worthy content <laughs> for sure. Jerry, thank you, Jerry. Like, and when I watch, I'm like, what is, it, what, what, what is he referring what you, what, to? <laughs> uh, I know what he <laughs> You know what I mean? That's I, old school. I know, what, I know what that is. but I know you know what, what it is. What the hell that got to do <laughs> So I don't know. Jerry man. probably meant it. Oh, he probably, it was nothing. He meant what he said. He meant what he, he said. I meant that. I was. Uh, <laughs> I, sometimes old heads with these he metaphors, what he said, bro. He said what he meant, man. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That was funny as hell. I was like, that. I wonder where that's coming from. I, I never yeah. knew that was Jerry. I know. Google I know who that was. Or YouTube, whatever. It's long. It's like a long little interview, whatever, or or, or uh, press conference. Google it. You'll see where it comes from. It's one of those things gotcha. where. You ever hear just like a cut up of something, a song or a cut up, and you'd be like for years or whatever, and then you finally see where it came from. You'd be like, oh, right. snap. One of those things yep. for me was um, surprise, mother. Like that, mm-hmm. I didn't know where that came from until I watched Dexter, and he was like, surprise, mother. And I was like, oh, that's where that came from. And I got real hyped. Yep. It. <laughs> it just hit you. But yeah, man. Facts. Um, real quick, before I go back to their defense, Kind of want to talk about a little bit of their run game. Have you have you noticed that their run game is is east west type of dr- window dressing things, motion yo yo yep. stuff with DeAndre Carter? Yep. I find myself being a little jealous of Koye because I feel like you know stuff like that. We should be doing that, right? We were doing it in the Chargers game. Why we stop? I don't know, man. And I've been advocating yeah. for this for weeks, man. I'm like, when you got a struggling run game. And you got, you know, no continuity, no cohesion up front. What's the easiest way to help him out is to scheme, scheme it. X's and O's, right? Hold a linebacker. Hold you, a defense in. Thank you. Was, you said like, it because that's what it does. It freezes those linebackers so that you can get to the edge. 
you can't just come out and throw. We 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 did it, and it didn't even really work. To be honest with you, the uh, toss play that Tony got the touchdown on, they blew that up. It's just that Tony was able to maneuver Tony, through it. Tony, we right, just yeah. come out and just toss. But when you're throwing those misdirections out there, it causes those linebackers and those guys on the edge to have to freeze for a second. And when they freeze, we have opportunities against them. So, I mean, I don't know why we don't run it that way. We just try to, like, just line up and go. Try line up and go. And that becomes a problem. Like, I, I really don't get it. And, and I just think it would be – it would behoove them, I believe is the word or the term, to do that it this behoove, week. Yeah. <laughs> to do that against Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen. You think you're going to go one-on-one? On Had one. those big guys running with the great sweat by the end of the game, chopping them, you know, making them get up off the ground a right. bunch of times all game, man. A bunch of up downs that make them sick. Right. Let's go. I'm not. I'm. I, listen, little Connor and, and Tyler, I, you know, I, you're gonna need some help. And if you can't give them help physically, then you got to give them help through a scheme. Um, and that's yeah, where I we're, look. Gonna, we're gonna have some trouble with it, though. Uh, I mean, Parsons, if he's he's gonna be in the middle a lot more, so. I don't think the edge game is going to be as bad on the um, other side. And I hope. Side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. On our, they, cause you was talking about how they run off the edges. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have, we're going to have some trouble with it as far as like assessing what's going on. But I, I think Parsons is the eraser there. So I don't think and he's going to be back in the middle. So I don't middle. think it'll be as bad as it could have been if he was on the outside well, and we were still hampered uh, with that other defensive end. That's why he's my most important player in this game because I mean, when I say east-west, I don't even necessarily always mean them running outside. It's just getting mm. that getting that look, getting that ghost motion, getting your linebackers to worry about it or your safety or your corner, whomever, to worry about it for that split second because they'll smack you up the mm-hmm. middle with that. They'll they'll yep. get Carter going back and forth. They'll get their tight ends going back and forth, and then they'll have a have a tight end come right back around for a, a, a smash block on a, on a D-tackle, and that just gives you that Thanks. little bit of room to get seven, eight yards and – um, yep. That's why it's going to be important for Micah. This is why I love him not being a green dot this week. He didn't got to think. I, I don't yep. got to worry about where you at, where he at, calling a play. Cut him loose and let him go, man. Just see ball, get ball. Because they're going to try. To, that's the only way you're going to be able to neutralize Micah, man, is to trick him. You have to trick him. Yep. And if you don't, it's over for you. And beyond that, when you bring Micah into the A-gap, it creates so much more pressure for everybody else. That's why we've always played – I think our most solid defensives have been, except for last week. I think we played great last week. But most of our best uh, defensive performances, like the uh, – I go back to the Vikings game when he's in the middle of the field yeah. and able to, to stay there for most of the game. Although I like him at defensive end, he makes everybody else better, though, when he's in the middle of the field. Because when he's standing over a center, that center can't just say they're bluffing. He's You don't know what he's doing. you got to account for him. you got to account for him. Go ahead. I'm going to try to pull this up for you, bro, so you can see what they're seeing right now, which is Micah Parsons being basically Houdini uh, and, and explaining. <laughs> All over the place, making make things happen. Yeah, but when he's standing over center, you can't really you can't really uh, ignore the guy. And that makes it so that Randy and or D-Law, you can't double team Randy, D-Law, and Micah. You can't double team all of them, period. I don't care if you keep everybody in or not. So when he's there, uh, even when he's dropping back, if he's just standing over center when we have that uh, – have that look where we're kind of spread wide nine and we have our linebacker or sometimes we use curse to do it too but we have him just standing over the center even when it's cursed they have to account for him but when it's micah sitting there you really have to pay attention to him because i saw the uh, broncos try to pick him up with running backs you're not going to pick micah parsons up with a running back axe carolina axe the broncos you know he got two sacks in those situations where 
guys were trying to like you know the, pick him up with a running back up the middle of the field. The, Go ahead, I'm, play I'm that, looking at it. That now. reminds yeah. me of what you're saying when you get him kind of just hovering around that guard <laughs> over that center. You can't exactly. touch him. He's too you fast. Know? He's man. too fast. He's too quick, and and he can disrupt the passing game or the run game. So how do you have a guy right in front of you? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I got to hiccups a little bit, but how you got a guy right in front of you and you can't, uh, you can't touch him. Like not even a hand, a hand. this guy doesn't get a hand because, and that's, that's what I'm glad you put this up because Parsons is a genius when it comes to the way he uses his legs. Right. Cause he knows like he'll go and he does it a lot. And, and hopefully you know, it doesn't bite us in the ass. Cause it did, I think one time in, in the saints game where he'll go, he'll take the wrong gap. Like he'll jump out of the gap the wrong way. And then just jump back into it after clearing the block. But he has enough speed to be able to put his foot in the ground, dip, and then take the wrong angle and yeah. still get to the ball carrier just like he did there. And he did it again. Uh, he tried it again, I think, later in the game. But you when know, he got off on us a little bit. But go ahead. I think that it's a little different than how we, we, we get on D Law about it, right? Like, like D Law intentionally right. does it kind of cons- consistently. Um, but right. whereas Micah, I think Micah is actually more mental like like it's a mental preparation oh, type thing right yeah where i he think did he did that to everybody everybody he did, he did it to mahomes too when mahomes got that it was trying to do that shovel pass micah comes down the line to mahomes like he's supposed to and he he gets in the jet stream of that shovel pass and he gets <laughs> the sack or i don't know if they called that a sack but it was it was an option route but um he gets that sack because of that so you, you're exactly right you're right on the money sorry to cut you off too man but yeah you're right on the money with that Wrong you talking over there like yeah. me i'm about to drink some water <laughs> Listen, man, it's nothing worse than when that go down the wrong pipe. Well, my lady be like, yeah, "You look like you was go." I was like, "You okay?" Swallowed a uh, tic tac like, or something over there. I think like wrong pipe. Choking. Wrong pipe. I'm yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he'll dip his foot and and just you know go underneath those blocks. And I'm like, nobody else in the league does that as well as he does. Where he it's like Dragon Ball Z when he's transporting, teleporting, or whatever. He's like right in front of you, and then he's behind you all of a sudden, and he, and it's look with a split second. If you go look at what I put on. All the social medias. I said Michael Parson basically playing Houdini. Now you see me, now you yeah. don't. I'm here and yeah. then I'm here. Like he, he's just he's a magician, man. And if you do get a body on him, you you usually getting half a he's getting half a shoulder on him or whatever because of the way he uses his legs to bring you out of your comfort. He he breaks the blocker's leverage with his legs because he gets you out of your comfort zone. You have to reach a little further or extend a little further to, to even get your hands on him. Or he's just beating you with his hands he because doesn't. of his legs. He'll get up on you so fast right. that he's hitting you before you can even get your punch off on him. So he's a nightmare, man. Like he, he has so many ways he can do it. And he still doesn't know quite what to do with his hands yet. And that's what's crazy. And he's still this. Michael Parsons, we we talk about it. Can we, can we go to the defensive player, defensive rookie of the year he conversation? Like I, I didn't know it was this bad. I, t- I was looking at a – I posted a um, – a chart yesterday. I, I mean, I forget who posted. I retweeted somebody's, uh, you know, graphic. But yeah, I didn't know that he has a less. He has a hundred less snaps almost uh, at, as a pass rusher than Garrett and um, White and those other guys. But he's lockstep, if not ahead of them, with his pass rush stat, whether it's pressures or sacks itself. So it's like, yo, if if that doesn't say it all for a rookie who doesn't know what to do with his hands. Like if that doesn't say everything you need to know, it's he's like, squarely. What else do you need to hear? Squarely Done. in the defensive player of the year conversation. Can you win both? Yeah, yeah. LT did it. Lawrence Taylor. He's gonna win both. He he's should. Win both I don't know I don't if he will. Politics. He's already D Roy. 
He's already D-Roy, but Defensive Player of the Year, you can't possibly give it to anybody else. Like, how? I don't – it's not a competition. He's being humble like he's supposed to be right. when he's in the press conferences. Like, there's other players out there playing great. We got a guy like Diggs on the team that's playing great. But this dude is all world. The he's only, all world. The only person I, I think that – I don't see only because Miles Garrett deserving and everything like that. But T.J. Watt, I can understand. You know, T.J. Watt, I can see if you want to say, oh, well, T.J. Watt. But here's why Are I still winning? say it's Micah. Because Micah is doing a multitude of different things at an elite level. At an yeah. elite level, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All world. Like, yeah. he's doing everything. He's playing, like, he was He was step for step <clears throat> with Stills, who was behind him seven yards before he realized it. And he caught up to, st- I've never seen, how, how many of you have ever seen a wide receiver who has a step on a linebacker get, get chased down? And Not only chased down, but thrown halfway through the air without even he really he barely touched him. He threw him halfway through the air. And Michael was like, tired. It was just crazy. He was tired yeah. on that rep. It, 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 yeah, he's you know he's an alien. Um, I think he's just scratching the surface. He, a lot of this is 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 ha- You know how Patrick Mahomes? That's what it reminds me of. He's like Patrick Mahomes in year two when Patty was doing all this crazy stuff. Then he went into uh, LeBron James' shop and said, "Oh, I ain't start reading defenses until like game 10. He's like, what? Facts. It's so a lot you like threw that, 55 man. touchdowns or whatever it was, and you didn't even read defenses till almost the playoffs? And that's kind of how Micah is, right? Like, Micah's doing all this, and he don't even he's not even scratching the surface. So I'm excited to have it's him. It's all man. instinct, man. All mm-hmm. instinct. Exactly. Crazy. All right, man. I don't want to do a hard shift, but but I was just looking at some of these notes I want to get through Hit on the other with. side of, of um, the Washington's defense. The Washington Washington politicians, WTFs, call them the WTFs. WTFs. (laughs) I I kind of sometimes read it that way when people abbreviate. I'd be like, "The what the fuck?" Oh, I mean the WFTs, but (laughs) the Washington call them the Washington, Washington, the Washington characters. As it's actually a good name for them too, because we really don't know what the you know they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the name. But go ahead, go ahead. What are you saying? But we kind of both were joking about that uh, uh, Carolina film. About how he was like, yeah, you know, we went too much of tape that from that, too. right? <laughs> but it's two reasons, though. It's not just the fact that it was Cam, but it's also an emotional game because it's Cam versus his old coach and his old coach versus his old team. So, yeah. you know, players are playing a little harder for bo- on both sides for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the other reason I threw that film out. But defensively, I did try to take some things away from it that I noticed that I hope Dak can kind of get back into the flow of. And one of those things was uh, attacking the seams. You know, especially when you're oh, yeah, going to play the zone, that, yeah. right? Like, if you're going to play yeah. that zone, the middle of the field is going to be there. Very tricky, though. It's hard to get it there, but it's there. You just got to get it. And I saw them get a, a couple good passes off the tremble up the seam. I saw them get more up the seam in Christian McCaffrey, hence Tony Pollard, right, uh, up the seam right. as well. So that's something that I hope that Dak and Dalton kind of get back to. And I'm going to be real. <clears throat> I absolutely will admit that that Blake Jarwin is not the tight end one that Andy – or that – Dalton Schultz has been that guy. I will admit that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a Blake stand. They know that. But where we are missing him is he is a seam buster. He can get he's up. Back? The, no, he's not back yet. He's back from COVID. Oh, somebody said Jarwin back too. I was like, what? No, Jarwin's it's on. Not back. Yeah, Jarwin's twelve not personnel, back. baby. Oh, I was about to say it's on. Go ahead. There, there's, there's still, there's still hope. Not hope he can be back for the season in general. But he was on the COVID gotcha. list. Now he's back on the injured reserve list. Uh, but I think that's yeah. we're kind of missing that aspect, Okoye. I haven't really been seeing a whole bunch of scene busters uh, to to the Dalton Schultz, which that's not even his game. Um, he kind of just has to run by the linebacker and hope for the best. Whereas 
Blake Jarwin is a mismatch on the linebacker because he's faster. Right. He's 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 more right. game speed fast, and he has impeccable hands and and a, and a big catch radius. So that's something right. I noticed, and I hope maybe we can attack is the seams in this zone. I mean that that goes right back to what we were talking about with Holcomb in the, in the film. That you know when you're on those seams, you're, you're forcing Holcomb to just run a little bit further to try to get underneath those. He does it, but not consistently. You not know consistently, what I mean? So. Right. Yeah, so you do have opportunity there, especially if you attack both seams. If you, if you run routes where both seams are threatened, he only can choose one, so that makes it easy for uh, easy read for Dak. Like, if he goes right, I know I have the seam to the left, especially right. if they're in that cover four look. The only thing you have to worry about is if they're not running cover four and they're tricking you with, like, a cover two and, and those corners are staying home, sitting on those underneath. You know what I mean? So it depends. But um, there's opportunity there, man. Like There, there really is. I, I think that... Um, if you look at, if you want to just pay attention to film before this game, the, the film to, to pay attention to, as you said, you said uh, Carolina with the way they use Christian McCaffrey and really go back to that Saints game, man, because yes. they were full strength and the way they were running off the edge with um, with Kamara and throwing them the I'm ball. Sorry. Yeah, Kamara. That's, yeah, yeah, exact TP. That's what we need <laughs> to be doing with TP. Uh, so if, the, if, you, if there was a game plan that I would go after to, to model after for this game, things that we can do, it will be that Saints game, man. Um, so hopefully uh, Kellen Moore is paying attention to that too. And it's not just the play calling itself or the play designs. It's the way Sean Payton was very aggressively doing it, like consistently all day. It's like, I'm going to do it. Uh, remember the Titan style until you stop it. Like we're going to keep running the, these routes on the edge and keep uh, Holcomb uh, out here until you stop it. I don't care if anybody else gets any right. stats or not. <laughs> we're going to keep doing that until you stop it. And that's what they did. So, Hopefully we're consistent and aggressive uh, like that uh, in this game. If Tony Pollard plays, man, knock on wood. Yeah. Another thing that I noticed in that game, and and, and I'll say this, I'd like to see some vintage Dak. And you're probably like, what the hell you mean vintage Dak? Well, if you go look at a lot of the highlights, you know, Dak against the Washington football people, um, they, you know, he's embarrassing those dudes with some tough, gritty runs right he, he uh, yeah. you know he's stiff arming you know uh, josh norman into the ground whoever the hell's trying to tackle him i remember that yeah. <clears throat> and, the, and the reason why i bring it up is because i feel like i'm saying this every week but i saw cam newton was able to get off on the ground uh especially mm-hmm. in the red zone and i know i was mm-hmm. beating a dead horse but i just feel like i gotta bring it up because that's what i saw on film that that they deliberately it, had some design runs for Cam, and Cam just kind of broke pocket and got some yards off as well. So I would like to see Dak yeah. kind of scramble a few times or just get maybe two design runs. It can be in the Run out of zone. bounds, man. Yeah, you're right. you're right. You know, yeah. I know people are worried about him getting hurt and things Carr like that. Carr got him too. And, you, yeah, you even brought that up in a pre-roll. Uh, yeah. Carr got that, yeah. got it. Um, and Dak's not dumb. Like, he knows that, all right, I know everybody worried about me getting hit, slide. I don't give a dang, Koye, if it's three, four yards. Just I'd rather yeah, that just than threaten to do it. Threaten to do right. it as well because that'll also help yeah. in that read option or that RPO, yeah. or whatever the times they just decide to do a play action. Um, so that's one thing I noticed. I just wanted to kind right. of bring that right. up as well. Um, I think that injury earlier in the season kind of scared him because Dak was running a little bit. I think, especially in that uh, Atlanta game, he ran for a touchdown. I think and dropped his shoulder, and that was a problem. So um, it, I think after that injury, they're but like, he was okay. fine. And, and you know why I think after that that, that uh, Atlanta game, how many times have you seen him run a Koye? You really haven't, right? No. Nah, you know, you know why? All. I mean, just my, you know, you want to put on 
buying, you know, the, the, the tinfoil hat. You Jerry can't. came down and told him. Stephen Jones, he came out and said, no, 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 no. What the hell is even that? Mm-mm. <laughs> no, sir, you will not be running on my watch. Not on my $160 million watch. Yeah, and said, you don't just do it. don't really see him doing it. And I just think that. You don't is, play with the house's money, man. But I think it's a very important part of that offense like that that we're missing. You know, the affinity stuff. I feel like you just put that back in there and you got the gauntlet fulfilled. That's uh, facts, though. Yeah. That's facts. I mean, we might, if if Tony doesn't play, he might, Dak, we might need every bit of Dak's leg. So, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how the injury uh, plays out. I do think that the fact that they went and got Edo, like you talked about earlier, uh, scat back type guy uh, says a lot about how they feel about uh, Tony's injury, man. So real quick, uh, tomorrow said we should open the lines. How much time you got, Corey? I don't want to hold you too long. Uh, I got like another 20, 30 minutes, man. It's good. Here's what I'll good. do. Let's go. Here's what I'll do. though. I'll try to get these lines opened up very fast. I mean, we're only going to get to a couple calls, but I just want to we can t- kind of test run this thing. Right. We kind of test go. run it a little bit. Um, if, if we don't get it to quite work, I do got the Seattle game notes we can go over, but Yep. Hang tight. Give give us about just give me about two minutes to try to figure this thing out. I'll give y'all some beats to listen to too in the background while while we yes, try man. to get through this thing. So hang tight for a quick second. Um as I try to get this get this going. Stevie Mac dropped the phone line, three five one nine nine three seven eight seven. But let me try to get it up though real quick. I'm still recovering from the wrong pipe though. Yeah. <laughs> Let me bring I y'all to I can, I can hear it. this screen as I try to do this. One second, y'all. One second. Here's what we're going to try to do for you. What you think about that Zach Cunningham thing? I'm definitely interested. Yeah, I feel like uh, the music loud came. Oh my bad. But, um, yeah. You Zach are the Nelson. only participant in the conference. I, I mean, I like him. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind having him here. The recording and, um, has started. To be honest, you know, he could come in here and replace LV quite easily, but um, I'm not really super hyped because I'm like, okay. I'm not going to go sell the bank for a one-year guy. I'm not going to put all my intention into a one-year guy. If he came here, it would be to sign him for just this season. And then both him for and sure. LV are going to be gone. So, you know, temporary is temporary. So I'm like, are, the question is, do we have a winning formula with what we have? And I think we do. Um, I think that if Micah Parsons is in the middle of the field, you'll see a lot more Micah Parsons and Neil, hopefully, on the field rather than Neil and LVE out there. And that will be the answer to the LVE issue that everybody has where they're saying, hey, let's get Cunningham. Neil's fine when Parsons is out there with him. Uh, when it's Neil and and uh, LVE, that's when we have the problem. You know what I mean? So I think that's 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 really what I think about it. I think that, uh, you know, it'll be fine. I'm not mad if we go get him. I think he's a good player, but um, I'm not excited about a linebacker right now because we have Cox coming back next year. So it's not like... Cunningham's a long-term solution for us at middle linebacker or at linebacker. Let me get a let me get a mic check real quick on you, bro. Check check. Do y'all hear a, a, a reverb? Go ahead one more time. Check check. I did hear it a second ago. I can, I can hear. 
Yeah, I can hear myself. Kind of double. Twice. Let me try yeah. this again. Now, now do it. Do one more mic check. Yeah, now I can't hear you. Check. I, yeah, I got you now. Check. Check. Let me see. I, think I can still hear myself though. Okay. I think we might yeah, be able to do it. Let me, let me see. I just got to get somebody to call in and attempt it. We building a plane yeah, in the air right. right now. That's what we doing, y'all. Right. Trying to figure it out, see if we can get y'all to be call in. 351 Do me a favor. Somebody call in. Let me see if, if, if this works. Let me see if this thing works. So if it works, that'd be pretty cool. We can kind of add this to our repertoire. Uh, what we got here? Boom. All right. All right. Let me bring you back up here. Back up here, bring you down here. Hey, this Joe might work. Check, check. Oh yeah, it's cool. You good? Can y'all hear him? Myself, but I, I can tell what's going on though. Let, give me a second, y'all. Can, oh damn, they, they 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 definitely calling. Can y'all can y'all hear my man Koye? One second, let me mute that. All participants are muted and they can unmute themselves. I heard that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I heard that. Koye, let me get a let me get a mic check from you one time for the one time. Mic check one two. Uh, chat. Mic check one two. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear Koye? Give me a thumbs up. Give me some quick thumbs. I think we good, bro. Cool. Finessing, man. You know, sometimes you gotta finesse cool. the system a little man, bit. Man, you the tech guru, man. I'm like, <laughs> I, believe it or not, people. I'm just, I'm just creative. I'm not a tech guy. It, so, it, it's so more so. You be thinking I'm back here like a wizard. I'm like, no, nah, that's that's that's. Man, it's uh, trial by warrior. error, bro. You, you vicious with that. <laughs> trial by error. <laughs> Uh, chat, chat said we good. All right, so here we go. We're going to try to bring in uh, a couple callers and see what happens here. I think Akoya said he could hear that. So first up, uh, drummer, drummer Cam. Drummer Cam, can you hear us? Uh, I, I can hear you. I can't hear Akoya on the phone. I hear him in the stream, but not in the phone. Okay, you can't hear me now? He can't hear me. Oh, it says the- muted. My mic, my mic is muted in, on the phone, I think. Yeah, no. Let me see. Yeah. What about now? So so here's what we're going to do then. So, all right, so that's why we build it in air. So what we'll do is you guys get your question or your statement in. Okoye can hear you, and then we'll address it off off the phone. We'll do that. There you Fair. Go. Yeah, yeah. Sense. All right, John, um, what you got? Man, both you guys, great shout-out to both of you. Love what you're doing, Okoye. Love what you're doing, Young Jedi. <laughs> Appreciate it. You guys, you guys are great, man. Um, so... Do you think if we went out and got um, the Texans linebacker, you were just talking about him, do, do you see that as a way to get less reps for 55 on the field if that's if that play, if that panned out? Is that is that really what you guys are trying to accomplish with that? Is, is really all I'm just asking. Okay. That's we'll, all I got. We're going to take that one off, off the phone, Nick Trump. Can't appreciate you. Thanks, man. Yep. What you think, Corey? Um, I mean, I think we, we just kind of touched on it, but great, great point. Um, I think what gets LV off the field a little bit more is D-Law and Randy Gregory, believe it or not. We haven't seen them play together yet, mm. but D-Law and Randy Gregory being out there keeps keeps Parsons at middle linebacker longer. And with Parsons at middle linebacker, believe, you know, when you look at LV, he actually played in a way where you're not mad at him. Parsons is taking those assignments from him. Uh, even literally running past both him and Neil and taking their assignments too. I've seen him do it twice in the in the, uh, in the uh, Vikings game. He did to both those guys. So I think both those guys are better and able to play true will linebacker style football when Parsons is next to him. So so 
Parsons improves their mm. game, and he also allows Neil to get on the field a little bit more. Uh, the only time you see Neil on the field otherwise is when we're in those passing packages uh, when he's next to LVE. But with Parsons there, you're just going to see a rotation of um, Neil and LVE, which lessens LVE snaps anyway. That's a point for you, sir. You're absolutely right. And you're literally right. If you go look at week one, the only time Randy Gregory, Michael Parsons, D-Law were on the field, guess how many snaps he got? Less than 20. Three or 14. Less than 15. Him, him, and yeah. him and Jalen were not on the field a lot. So you're absolutely right. right. I think by, by just having those guys back, you'll see 55 off the field. Um, the reason why I'm intrigued with uh, Zach Cunningham is because I think, I mean, he can't be any worse, number one, than, than Neil and, and um, LVE. Number two, someone said that, well, they, I've heard he's Jalen 2.0. He's not uh, Jalen 2.0. Zach Cunningham is you know, statistically been one of the best run defender linebackers for the last four years. In fact, number one, mm-hmm. if you look at for the, sure. if you look at the uh, analytics um, and his legs work, <laughs> first of all. Yeah. So there's more explosiveness to Zach Cunningham. Yeah, maybe he's not having a good year in Texas and in Houston, but it's Houston. And you look at yeah, exactly. It's Houston. It's Houston. They're going to get run on a lot because they're down a lot. But beyond that, if you, if you want to make another argument for getting LV off the field though, you got guys like Gifford, who, yeah. who I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more of. I like Gifford's instincts. I like the way he plays when with he's you, there. Bro. And like you just said, he can't play any worse than 55, in I'm my opinion. You. And I'm afraid because I, I really, I mean, I just, the, the very small moments that Gifford gets, um, if he's not making some you know crazy play, they're like, all right, man, nope, that was your time. Like if you look at the uh, Chiefs game, he didn't he, you know read it wrong. Got beat to the end zone. My man throws up the peace sign, gets the penalty. They probably like, all right, Gifford, we gave you a shot. But but like linebacker, it's kind of like running back, man. You gotta get in the rhythm. You know, you gotta get in the rhythm. You can't do it with two plays. Um, <clears throat> all right, Jacob, man, what you got for us? Jacob, you are live. Hello. Yep. There you go. Hey, sorry about that. What's so up, good. Okoye? Me locked the conference has been locked. Real quick, I just want to say, uh, did y'all see the video going out there of the all the Washington fans saying we want Dallas and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. We, okay, we, I, I just, I just want to say, I mean, I know we're the better fans, man. Not only in the NFL, but also in the NFC. Can we, can we counter that with something like here we come or something like that? You know. Uh, That's all I want to say, man. I just don't want them to see videos you know, out. They yes, can't they do that. They, they won our division last year, and yes, they're up and coming. But hey, man, we're the better fans. We got to do something about that. All right, Jacob. Yeah, Appreciate we, you, bro. All right. Yes, sir. Winning gets that done, Jacob. Winning. I was just about to say, Koye. I think just let the let let them talk on the field. You know what I'm saying? Let your play be the response. Didn't we yeah. hear this earlier in the season? We want Dallas, New York, 40-burger. We want Dallas, Eagles, 40-burger. So, yeah, just And just that's, that's another thing that people burgers. don't account for. Uh, although I think he has to learn to do it when he's calm, Dak plays a lot better when he's pissed. So I wouldn't give Dak a lot of uh, bulletin board material if I was Washington, but Not too that. late. That's the wrong player to give bulletin board material in the Not wrong him. team. He's 7-1 and one against yeah. y'all. And the only reason yeah. why he's 7-1 and one is because they call some bull crap snapping fraction. I've never even seen that penalty in my life on the kicker. Maher makes the first one, game over. Moving back five yards, misses the second one, game over. So, you know, 
He hasn't really yeah, lost to you know, the Bahamas, man. Come on, man. They really love us, you know. Yeah. Uh, we got Reek DeMel, the 919. What's up, Reek? Yo, yo. What, yo, what up, Sky? What up, McCoy? What up, Cowboy Nation? Mm-hmm. How everybody doing today? You know what I'm saying? I can't be calling in more, but I'm in classes. I'm oh, on a little bro. break right now. You're good. Yo. Appreciate you. Hey, man. Hey, man. Okoye, man, I like you, bro, but you be bugging a lot to me, personally, bro. Hey, man. Uh, you, you always try to keep these old players on this team talking about they good, the young bull good. Nobody want to hear that, bro. Yo, if we had a chance okay, to upgrade close. this I'm team, and if, if, we close, if we close to playoff time, bro, do what you got to do because cause the, cause the great teams, they always looking to upgrade. Yo, man, we tied to Stephen Jones, pinning pension, you know what I mean, all the time. Sometimes it's time to, go, is to sit certain players down because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. We can't keep giving guys uh, uh, starting positions if they're not doing it. Every time somebody catch the ball or 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 lineman get out on LVE, he's riding the roller coaster, bro. You never seen him trying to make a move on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Michael tries to make a move. You know what I'm saying? Neil ain't been the best, but he's been better than – LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-LVE-
how do you see our defense matching up against their run, uh, their running game? Because everything they do is heavily predicated on that run. So how do we stop that run, but then also be ready for those play action passes and them rollouts that they're gonna be trying to hit us with? Mm-hmm. Um, those those are the two things that uh, I'm kind of looking at, man, and um, how we gonna win this game, especially being on the road. So. I'm going to go on the jump off. I'm going to listen to y'all on, online because I, I can't hear my man over the phone. So, uh, man, I, this is the Watch the Throne segment, though. They got the, uh, y'all got the round table, and they got the um, – I forgot what Lauren James called theirs. Uh, um, it's not the, the fi- round final table. Word, then you got the other final one. Word. Final word. Final word, yeah. But when y'all too, just watch the throne. I like that. All right, bro. Appreciate you, man. So, uh, Good question, man. Yeah. Mel wants to know about the run um, versus their run game and then the play action. Right. Uh, well, let's start with the run. Uh, when it comes to the run, we have our eraser back in the middle of the field where he belongs, and that's Michael Parsons. So um, when you have D-Law, D-Law is great against the run as well. So what I imagine is that we'll shift shift uh, uh, everything to D-Law's side and isolate Randy so he can get those, uh, those one-on-ones outside. And what that does against uh, the passes, it makes it so that uh, Greg, Gregory, you know, has a lot of space for that uh, left tackle to kick out. But what it does for the run is it makes it so that that's automatic strong side. You're not going to run right into the teeth of uh, D-Law because D-Law is good there. And it makes it an easy read for Micah Parsons' backside. So um, the, when you watch Washington on film, they're pretty good against zone teams. They're good against zone teams because they do a lot of uh, east to west stuff pre-snap, yep. and it makes guys freeze. You don't yep. quite know what's going on. So with, with that, I think we won't try to match that up. And if we do, we'll be in some trouble there. But trouble. I don't think we'll try to adjust to that. I think we're just going to say, hey, this is how we're going to line up, and you're going to do whatever you want to do because we've got Parsons back there to erase it. And that also leads to the pass as well. We're not a zone team. We're a man team. So the only thing I'm worried about play action is the one guy that I, I want to see anyway a lot of, and that's and you're going to see a lot of them, that's Parsons. I know I keep saying his name, but he's a young guy when it comes to the passing game, So uh, and he's aggressive when it comes to the run. So he's the only one I'm really worried about play action. But we already mentioned it earlier with Logan Thomas not being there, that takes away a lot of the things that Heineke likes to do on third downs uh, in the middle of the field with those play actions in the first place because um, they don't have seals, Ricky seals, Junior and or Logan Thomas, so yeah, that helps us out a lot. To be honest with you, but I great think, question though. Yeah, but I think uh, I think with D Law out there with Gregory, uh, that helps us on, with those runs on the edges. I trust both those guys. I trust everybody we have rotating in the middle of the field from Gallimore to Hill That's to Hamilton to Watkins or Watson. I don't know how to mess his name up, but but all four of those guys are stout in the middle of the field. And then I didn't even name Osa in that. Nope. And we already know what he is, you know. So uh, I think we can contain those guys uh, in, in their running game. They don't have a lot of uh, burners. They use a lot of window dressing to get those guys out on the edges for, for them. So um, I, I think, think that's the, the most important. Is the middle the right of the time, field. We're good. The middle of the yeah. field is most important. Yeah. Keeping Micah Parsons free is, is, is extremely important. And I said yesterday when, when going over their offense, is that our, our defensive tackles are going to have to be penetrating demons because one way to stop all that, that, that funny business is to just get in the backfield and make the running back yep. alter his route and not hit it because Gibson is much like Tony, a little bit bigger in the sense of kind of his stockiness, but he's much like Tony. He can be he can slither through these lanes 
he can plant his foot and just go downhill real fast on you, and, and, and he's tough kind of at the end of the run um, in, in a Zeke kind of way where he's falling forward. So I feel like if you can get some penetration up the middle and keep Micah free, and I don't mean free all the time, like no one's touching him because Micah can handle himself very well one-on-one against a guard. So, you know, I welcome it. I just, you know, let Micah have the ability to make the decision as opposed to him reacting to the linebacker or, sorry, the offensive guard on him. And if, if right. they are getting comfortable and they get in a zone where these, t- these tight ends and these guards are pulling freely and, and, and attaching to these linebackers, it's going to be a long day. I'm not really yeah. so much stressed about the, the outside. I feel like we got the guys to do that, to handle that. I'm worried about the interior because I go back to what Denver did, East-West Coast team. I go back to what um, New England did. They had a lot of success up the middle. Um, with uh, traps and with tight ends pulling and guards pulling and things like that. And none of these teams have amazing offensive lines. They just schematically knew how to get at you. Um, And, and again, this is without D-Law, but in those games, Michael Parsons was a linebacker, right? And it it, it caused some problems. So if Micah isn't getting it done, I don't have confidence in the other guys to get it done. So we're going to need him to kind of be a Superman and to stop the run game. But the best way to stop it, Okoye, get up on a ass. If you can get up on Washington, then you ain't got to worry about the run game. You ain't got to worry about don't. it. don't. Our offense is our best weapons on, uh, weapon on defense. And it's, it's been that way all year, bro. It's been that way, right? Like, like our best running defense really has been the Cowboys offense. It really has. I was about true. to get to your 919, but cool. We'll, 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 we'll end it on that note there, man. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was cool. I like it. Yeah, that was good. I, I like it. it. You know what I mean? I think I like that's something. We can do that every week. Man. Yeah, I feel like, I like we can that. we can add that little little part in there, get a little 10, 15 minutes of that, uh, hear what you guys got to say. Uh, maybe I'll try to figure out how to get your voice in there. I, I think I know a way, but um, I like that. But that was cool, man. Cool. Appreciate y'all calling in here, man, and joining us. But uh, let's get Okoye's final thoughts on this week's game, Okoye, and uh, just in general with the team, man. If you got some. I mean, in, in the words of Bone Crusher, I think that's who it was. I, like, I really ain't never scared of none of these Jones, man. Um, I know a lot of the fans are saying, I'm scared of Washington and uh, so on. I'm scared of their defense. I respect them. Right. But uh, the the way we play and, and the way I've seen Heineken, I call him Heineken, uh, the, the way I've seen Heineken throwing, um, you know, opportunities out there, I think we're we're so opportunistic. I don't see us passing up a lot of these opportunities that I've seen guys dropping in the last couple of uh, weeks. And I feel like if we can stay up in that that uh, turnover ratio, we can yep. be plus two in the turnover battle. I think we we win this game. Uh, I wouldn't say easily, but we win it um, due to the fact that it's a division game. I feel like they're going to come with their best foot forward. And this is like the last leg, their last hurrah. So they must win this game as well, just like we do. So it's going to be a great game. But I feel like if you give the ball back to Dak Prescott, uh, two times plus uh, 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 over the opposing offense. I think we got this one, man, uh, personally. I don't think we're going to have to go up, um, you know, 14 points to 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 kind of put our foot on their throats, but I hope that we do jump up early, like you just said, though, Same. still. Because if we jump up early, um, this is going to get blown out the water. Shout out to Vaj, too. He just jumped up in the, in the chats, too, man. Shout out to him. But, yeah, I, I think we win this game, man. I'm thinking something like 27-17, somewhere in there. Uh, and I think that's due to the, the the turnover battle. I think we can uh, we can get the ball out of Heineken's hands, and um, and I think we can smother the run a little bit 
if we're uh, if we're disciplined with with those guys, man. What do they call that man Heineken. <laughs> Heineken. Yeah, let's have a beer. Heineken. That's what I was beer. saying let's this week. It. Yeah, Heineken. <laughs> I, I forget what kind of beer it is, but that's that's what he is, man. He's one of those gritty beers. Yeah. Um, I'm with yeah. you in their in their four game winning streak. They've been they've scored first three of the four games, so they've been able to control the tempo of the game. Right, and that's mm-hmm. what they want to do. They're they're not a high flying passing offense. They don't want to play this high flying game. They want to keep it close. They want to they want to win it at the end. They want they want Heineke to 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 grit it out and be this you know this big hero story, Rudy type of thing, all that stuff. End yep. all that by putting them out of their misery early, and then Heineke will turn into the pumpkin. Right, so he won't be this hero that everybody thinks he is. And I'm not trying to disrespect the bull or anything like that. But um, you know, you know, it's it's been a it's been a collective team effort over there, and he's played his part or whatever. Um, uh, but but our boys are back, right? You're getting your guys back. Hopefully, you got some continuity up front. Um, your receivers are there. You got a real practice week. Uh, hopefully, t- you know, uh, Tony Pollard, but uh, Zeke is feeling healthy. I just I just feel like it, it's your weapons are all back now. This ain't November where it was in and out, in and out, snip, snap, snip, snap. Go out there and do what you do. Go out there and be what you were prior to all this mess in November, man, and and get up mm-hmm. on these boys and stomp them out, man. Stomp them out. Yeah, we didn't even talk about their corners. I haven't said Cal Fuller. Uh, William all Jackson the third. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Ain't mentioned. Yeah, them. I haven't said their names, but um, not bad. Uh, underneath, corners, but... no, no, not at all. Yeah. Fuller's their best by far, but not at all. I think you know, but underneath when they run those cover four uh, shells, uh, I think you have Gallup and. Um, and CD, they're going to have a field day, too, with some yards after the catch on some hitch routes. Gallup actually always burns the Washington. He, he always kills Washington. So, so hopefully do, it's more so the same. Coop, too. Coop yeah. murders. Coop, Coop, like, Coop yeah. gets at him. And, and we were kind of joking, like, before we came on here, like, hey, man, I want to play this zone. Uh, we got yak machines, yo. So, I mean, <laughs> cool. You know, you want to you wanna play soft. Facts. You better hope you're in Facts. the window. And that's actually something we didn't touch on, man. No, we didn't. Um, we did. CD Lamb, if you don't have TP, you know you're not gonna do. You're not gonna give him a full, a full, you know, menu in the backfield. But CD Lamb can do some things for you, uh, running routes out of the backfield yeah. on the edge. You can create some mismatches that's if they want to be stubborn and say, "Hey, we want Holcomb to cover anything that's coming out the backfield or on those edges." We still can get some stuff done there, even if you don't have TP. If if Kellen's on his A game, I want Kellen pissed off, man. So I don't know what I gotta call him. I'm I don't know either, say bro. Game, I don't know what I gotta say to get Kellen to be like I'm aggressive, but I just want him aggressive. His his play design is second to none. He just needs to put his put the pedal to the metal and just say, man, screw it, I'm coming for your neck. And and I want to see. Well, remember we used to target guys like Tony Romo would see a guy. Dak does it sometimes. Dak targets the wrong guy. He'll target like their best corner. You know what I mean? Tony Romo would would target your weakling or your 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 your, your lame duck. He would kill him. You know, and you can see that they're going for him all day. You know what I mean? I want to see us doing that to some of these matchups uh, throughout the season, man. Because uh, I don't see it enough. We'll see it. Uh, we I saw it in the Tampa Bay game against uh, Dean. Dean, that was it. That corner on the on the left side. We we torched him. But oh, we yeah. don't do it a lot. We don't target well, guys. And we a, say, okay, this is our guy. Tampa play we wanna, a ton of man. We want to attack. You know, so yeah. you, you can do it yeah, in that way. To to, and I yeah. think with this offensive scheme, the offensive scheme is so reactionary. It, it's and, and that's kind of where that beta mentality comes in. And I didn't even notice it until until you start losing players. And it's like, OK, how do we adapt? And we really didn't. 
We kind of just kept yeah. doing the same thing. Okay, you come out here, this is how we're going to do it. You come out there, this is how we're going right. to do it. Seven in the box, right. we're going to run. Eight in the box, we're going to right. pass. This was, so it's kind of right. just a little bit reactionary as opposed to, screw this, man. This y'all, is what we're doing man, today, and you're going to have to adjust to us. Yeah, you come yeah. over here, and I got one-on-one to coop, good luck. Or, y'all man, yep. one-on-one with Gallup, good luck. Uh, yep. So, you know, that's that's part of football or whatever. But but when you brought up C.D. Lamb, that's kind of what I've been talking about, Okoye, man. I just wanted to see a little bit more creativity in, in his ability to adapt. Yes, you don't have this person, that person. Totally get it. Like, you're not going to win championships without him anyway. But I didn't feel like there was much of any type of uh, adapting or adjusting. It just was kind of, hey. In fact, I feel like the playbook shortened up greatly as opposed to getting a little bit more creative. Um, in a way, but this is a way to do it, man. CD Lamb, if TP's not out, CD Lamb had like four or five carries in the first five weeks of the season, or something like that. Yeah, he hasn't had any in a yep. while. Um, you know, yep. so and I don't mean up the middle though. You know, no, run them no, off no, the no. Edge, no. I mean, those jet, jet sweeps, sweeps, or just fake those jet sweeps and throw the ball to him off of those. That worked all day for the Saints. They kept <laughs> faking jet sweeps, but they were one double sweep. So they'll have they they hand they act like they were going to hand the ball off to Kamara. Kamara runs out, and I saw that option twice with a uh, with um, Peyton. He did that twice, and it, it killed him because if you step out wide to Kamara, you had that sweep coming the behind whole... him up the seam. Yep, he had a sweep coming behind him with a uh, Callaway up the seam. That would be C.D. Lamb in this defense. I mean, in this offense. So either way, if you step inside, you got you know Kamara on the edge. So either or, he was making you choose with Holcomb, like which one you want to do. Because I'm gonna kill you either way. I mean, go I back to the Panthers game. Yeah. Look what look what they did to to um, was it LVE or Mike? I can't remember who it was. Where they lined up DJ Moore was LVE. DJ Moore in the yep. backfield and they ISOed yep. him. Oh. And I think they plucked that play from the Chargers. Everybody runs it. Uh, Keenan Ke- yeah. Allen does the same thing. He lines up in the backfield and based on formation, your corner's not lining up over there. So it's it's on your linebacker if you if you scheme it up right and you got one on one. You know, out the backfield on a linebacker with a receiver. It did with Judy too. It did Ju- with Judy. Yep, too. Judy did the same thing. Yeah. So you know. they're running them in that sweep and then throwing them the ball. If you and if you step out there, we got the same. We already. It's an easy read for any quarterback. Like if he steps out and someone covers that flat when we run that sweep, you know the seam's open because that safety or that linebacker has to dash out there to do that. If he doesn't step out there, you got an easy, you know, easy completion. But yeah, that's 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 a flood concept. They just do it a little bit more creative. Yeah. Yeah, hey, my boy Vach, you know he, you know he in there pissed because you know he don't like that Kellen slander, bro. You <laughs> don't like when we come for Kellen. Man. He said, "You shall not pass." We like Kellen Vach, man. We just, just want to see you. Know I mean, I like Kellen. His, his, like I said, his play design crazy, but you better get aggressive, man. Get aggressive, but just, tear it up, man. It's, it's there for you. I just tear think he needs to, to 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 just get just completely rid himself of of who coached him as a coach. And that's hard to do, right? When you, when you, that's all you kind of know as a coach is the JG and the Scotland. And sometimes it kind of goes back into that shell. I'd be like, yeah. you know what? I get it. That's who your coach was. But bro, you come from Boise. Yeah. You a young whiz kid, millennial who who who's a college style. Be that. That's all. Yeah. Be that. Yep. Um. All right, man. Uh. Yo. Yeah. Vach's Vach's name. By the way, I hope it catches catches wave. End game. Talking about the four defensive ends, that lineup, mm-hmm. he's calling it the end game, not the NASCAR package. I like the end game way better. So let's, like let's get that popping this Sunday if they come out there end with game. the four defensive ends. Hashtag end game so we can have that thing rolling this week, bro. Yeah, let's get it going. With that said, man, I'm going to go ahead and press this button. Oh, we be here all day, Koye. Be all day. Yep, you already know, man. I can yeah. talk about We be here at 12 o'clock. <laughs> it's already 10, yeah. Hey, listen, appreciate y'all coming through. 
Uh, thank you for the donations. Thank you for all, all those in the comment section and calling in. You know, I appreciate y'all calling in. That was pretty cool. We'll, we'll try to incorporate that, man. And of course, I appreciate my guy, Koye Media. Make sure y'all subscribe to him. Koye Media. Not Oyoike. I'm about to go trademark Ayoke to make some Ayoke t shirts. Ayoke. Ayoke. That's actually cool. Ayoke. Nah, because then you got to switch around with that me and stuff. No, no, don't mess with it. Ayoke. They might think I sell yoke. I like the AKs. I like how you do that. Shout out to all my AKs. Can I get one? Shout out to all my AKs out there that support the channel. Appreciate y'all, man. I got clips for the AKs coming on uh, TikTok, too. Got that back, man. Clips for the AKs. Appreciate it. A Koye clip, actually. We're getting out of here, man. Peace. Shout out to Stevie Mac, the mod god. I want me some glory help.